music, Raygun Kirk. Paul. Happy Thanksgiving, almost. Happy Turkey Day, very closely, too. It's Turkey Week. That's right. What a year to give thanks. Really testing... Yeah. Really testing the limit of uh, what it means to have Thanksgiving. Really pushing the what are you grateful for this year speeches we all have to make at this that's time right. of year. But that makes it, that's good. It's, it's Yeah, sure, it's easy to give thanks in good times. Yeah. But uh, more than ever, find, <laughs> find something to be thankful for. Now more than ever, find one little small thing at least. Right. I, 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 I'll say something I'm thankful for. Sure. That I want to talk about. I'm thankful for the song Funky Dividends by Three Times Dope, <laughs> which you, which, what was it, uh, what top five was it when you talked about? It was top five band names that I was Band names, about. Three yes. Times Dope, that's right. So you didn't even necessarily recommend the song Funky nope. Dividends so much as that's really the only Three Times Dope song. That is truly the only hit they have. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned it on the following episode, but I listened to that thing. <laughs> After you told me about them. And I've listened to it at least once a day, every day, since we recorded that episode. I love that song it's so, so much. Great. It's so good. And it's also weird. Yeah. Because it's got this like laid back uh, sort of like proto native tongues kind of vibe to mm-hmm. the Oh Honey sample and the the rhyme, like the flow but then the song is about like not wanting to spend money on women. Like it's yeah. really, like, it doesn't. The vibe doesn't match the content. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but it's but it's really good. It's and I, every time song. I listen to it, I picture dudes. I picture like like Zuba's pants, yeah. white high tops, and yeah. like you know high top fades, maybe with a rat tail. Yeah, and dudes yeah, no, like that's spot on. Yeah, yeah, that's that's spot what on. I picture. A great song. Also, a, just a great pull from now on. Whenever someone's talking about old school hip hop, you can just go, "Yeah, it's yeah. good," but I kind of lean towards three times dope with their funky. Three times dope. I even found a performance of it on Arsenio. Oh yeah, that makes sense that they'd be on Arsenio. Yeah. Yeah. So like, there's I don't know what the three are based on watching it on Arsenio because there's the MC, yeah. There's the DJ, and then there are two backup dancers. Huh. That's weird because in the video, uh, it's two guys and a DJ. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe one maybe of them Maybe they quit. broke up know. already and that was but it. Even on the Arsenio part, because the, the song opens with the like conversation. Michelle, why are you always <laughs> dogging me about my money? She's like, I thought you were going to pay me. Like that whole dialogue. Yeah. They even have a girl come out on stage on our studio to like do the opening dialogue. And then she just goes and sits on the couch and watches the performance. The whole thing is great. So uh, I just, I'm really thankful that I found out about three times dope from you. Cause I, I love funky dividends. It's now like one of my favorite rap records of all time. I am thankful that it has touched you in such a way that you are now obsessed with it. Yeah, I love totally. that. Cause totally. it's a, it's a deep, deep cut. Yeah. And that's it's just real good. That just makes us real cool. Yeah. Yeah. What are you thankful for, Kirk? I'm thankful for discovering that before Teddy Riley was in Guy, he was in a boy band called Kids at Work. 
kids at work. Yes. That's illegal. Yeah, that's not a thing that's allowed. (laughs) They're originally called child labor. Yeah, child labor, (laughs) child endangerment. Um, This is the, I had mentioned it before, that a new Jack Swing podcast was coming out. So it dropped this week of this recording. The one with Taraji P. Henson uh, kind of telling the story. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know the story that before Guy, Teddy Riley was in a band called Kids at Work mm-hmm. with one of the original Guy members, Tim Gatling, who later when they formed Guy, he got kicked out. Oh. So it's a whole big to do. But they have this song called She's My Baby. And if I played it for you, I'm going to text it to you late afterwards. Yeah. You're going to be like, hmm, this is like a deep cut new edition song that maybe didn't make an album. Yeah. But it sounds exactly like it because it was like late. It was like 83, 84 when they recorded it. Okay. that's Yeah. And they're going for a new edition vibe. Mm-hmm. And apparently in New York, Kids at Work was hot. They're like, oh, this is blowing up the radio, local radio. And then their producer got busted for drugs and the whole deal fell apart. Oh, uh, a tale as old as time. <laughs> yes. For kids yeah. at work. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what you're telling me is you are learning things about the history of New Jack Swing from this new podcast that you yes. didn't already know. Exactly. Which is wow. wonderful. That's sort of mind blowing. Yeah, it really is mind blowing. Because yeah. of course I go in with a shitty attitude. Mm, let's see what they come up with. <laughs> let's see if they have anything. And you know, there's you know there is at least one person out there who like considers him or herself a Teddy Riley fan, but like only kids at work. Like the best stuff he did was in Kids at Work. I don't <laughs> really go in for that new Jack Swing stuff. I like the early Teddy Riley, like Kids at Work era Teddy yeah, Riley. Yeah, the She's My Baby. Too. That's that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, that's the stuff that hits harder. Someone your age who lived in New York, you know, who was like a tween at the time and was yeah. like just like a Kids at Work groupie. And then Guy came out and she was like, no, nah, this is... She's like, no, nah, I don't like this. No, they they don't no have, kids it, at work. It, it hits differently. Is kids spelled with a Z? No, missed opportunity. No, that's it's just a, Kids at Work. Just three. I, mean, it was I didn't three know if guys. they were doing that yet in the early '80s. If they were yeah. spelling things with Z's, <laughs> crazy kids with a Z. Yeah, I have to. I have to look up kids at work. I saw. I'm gonna have to listen to that podcast too. I didn't yeah, it's really it good. Highly recommend it. Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about some things where maybe not thankful for. Well, not necessarily. Let's just get into hot takes with "Don't at me." Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. Our "Don't at me's." Uh, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Okay. I'm gonna bet. I'm going to take a hot bet, too, and say that you agree with this, don't at me, 100%. Okay. 100%. Not even 99%, but 100%. Okay. And it's this. If your favorite style of music is Zydeco, then I don't want to know you. I'm not really familiar enough with Zydeco music to have an opinion about this But you know it when you hear it. Okay. Right? I don't know. It's that kind of... Down on the Bayou, Louisiana blues, but it's okay, a little yeah. jumpier and, and and peppier. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm not. From what I know of it, I'm not with you. Oh, you were okay with it? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Ugh, so it's, bad. It's cultural. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm not going to seek it out. I barely am aware of it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm shocked. No, that you're I'm not, not gonna. Aware of it. I'm not gonna. I'm like. 
fifty percent, <laughs> not a hundred percent. All right, yeah. I right. maybe yeah. I overreached, but uh, I was like two weeks ago. I was watching uh, <laughs> this movie from the eighties called The Big Easy with mm-hmm. uh, a very young Dennis Quaid and Alan Barkin, and it's like a cop thriller thing, and it takes place in New Orleans, and all the music is like not blues but Zydeco. Yeah. And they're in bars listening to it. And I was like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> who li- who want- Unless you're New Orleans, don't listen to it. Don't well, that's what a- I'm thinking. Like if I were in New Orleans, you know, like if I were down there. Yeah. And I were sort of, if I was steeped in the culture on a vacation to New yeah. Orleans, then I might appreciate it. Or if I heard, like if I were watching that movie and in the context of the movie, I might think it was fine. I'm not going to like listen to Zydeco at home probably. Yeah, exactly. And and under other circumstances, I might be like, ah, turn this shit off. I don't want to listen to it. I think you would in a lot of circumstances. It's, it's cloying. I don't, I'm not here for it. And I'm not here for the, for someone who wants to listen to it. That's that's fine. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue with you about it because you're well within your rights to say that Zydeco sucks. Like, I'm totally like 50%. Like, that's fine. That's equally acceptable as some. If you told me, like, Zydeco is my new favorite kind of music, I'd be like, okay, well, like, whatever. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> I wonder if I give you some Zydeco, would I push you to 60%? It's the sort of thing. Okay, let me put it this way. You know how sometimes you listen to an album or an artist and like one or two like a sm- like small doses like one or two songs you're like okay but if you try to marathon a whole album you just can't make it through the album mm-hmm. like i'm not going to turn on the best of zydeco for an hour <laughs> thank god but if someone makes me like a real eclectic mixtape and throws on like one zydeco record into it i'll be like oh that's sort of quirky and fun like that was oh. a fun selection but but then we move on to something else like okay little goes a long way that's probably how i would take it okay that's fair enough yeah. i'd be like why did you throw the zydeco on this mix do you hate it? <laughs> there's a way there are worse things yeah that's true yeah all right what's uh, yours uh okay my don't at me is this i love cardi b that's not my don't at me because no one's gonna <laughs> at me about <laughs> that would that. be so funny like, if you're like that's it yeah <laughs> look maybe it's just me but for me <laughs> I like Cardi B. No, we all agree. We've all decided as a planet that we all like Cardi B. Yes. Um, But I'm only saying that to say this. I love Cardi B, but if she wanted to quit music to, like, host a talk show or do acting or something, that would be fine with me. Don't at me. Do you know what I mean? A like, Cardi B talk show would be epic. Yeah, but more than that, like I'm not saying I don't like her music, mm-hmm. but her music isn't why I love her. You like her like as, as a long person. as she exists mm-hmm. in pop culture in, in doing anything, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. I do like her music. If she decided to stop making music to do something else, but she were still around, I'd be fine with that. Like the music isn't the reason why I love her. Yeah, yeah. So it's if, she, if tomorrow she was like, I'm done. No more records. I'm going to host the show or like be in movies. And, yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> You're like, I'm still here yeah. for you. Like an opposite Jennifer Lopez or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would love a Cardi B late night with Cardi B. I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, she got famous on TV first when she was on uh, Love and Hip Hop. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, she just... I, for, I, for, I never watched, but I still forget that that's... 
that's what yeah. blew her up. Oh my god. Yeah. I totally forgot that. Yeah. It's just it's just her personality. So yeah. no, if I she quit music it. tomorrow, I wouldn't really care that much as long as she didn't say like, I'm done with show business, I'm gonna, you know, disappear. That yeah. then I'd be very sad. I can get behind that one hundred percent, Paul. Okay. Wow. That, All right. I'll give a hundred percent. I mean, for that. you were such a big fan of that Bruno Mars Cardi B Still club it, that man. I that I thought maybe you'd have a problem with what I was saying. No, because I get it. She's she's good and yeah. she she's she's such a personality that I'd be happy with that as well. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into our top five. Yeah. This is our Thanksgiving episode. It's a music rag on Thanksgiving cornucopia. Ooh. And our uh, our top five uh, topic is Thanksgiving. That's right. What does that mean? Well, when I presented to you that as a topic, I presented the idea that I'm leaving it up to you to decide what that means for you. Yeah. Thanksgiving can mean whatever it wants to me because there's certainly yeah. not really a whole lot of Thanksgiving songs. It might just be songs you're thankful for. It, yeah. it might be th- songs about, I, I don't know. We're just going to find out as we go through it. It's all going to be a vibe and a journey. Yeah. So uh, you want to kick it off this time? I will kick it off. My number five mm-hmm. is a repeat because I cool. think I already I already did it. But it fits because um, it is in one of the few Thanksgiving movies that I watch year round, which is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, I've never seen it. The I've never, <laughs> uh, the group is Book of Love. The yeah. song is a Medigliani parenthetical <laughs> in your eyes. Yeah, this is a very important song in your life. It is because it's because a I knew of Book of Love from like my first serious high school girlfriend who was in yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you told that story. Yes. Yeah, and then secondly. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was the first movie I ever went to by myself. Oh. Yeah. Where it was one of those, like, it's Thanksgiving, like, none of my friends were, like, available. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just go to a movie by myself. I can do that, right? And so I did for, like, the first time at 17, and it was Planes, Trains. And so the combo of those really just kind of set it in tone. And it's a great song. So it makes me think of of Thanksgiving as a kid, as a teenager. Does it? If you had to say, like, as a percentage, what does it make you think of your first serious girlfriend or Thanksgiving? <laughs> Is it like 60-40, you know, 50-50? It's, uh, it's 70-30 leaning towards the girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad yeah. you said that. Yeah. I didn't think like, you know, 50-50, I think of my girlfriend and John Candy <laughs> equally. <laughs> yes. They're exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> same level of yeah. emotional resonance for me. Yeah. No, yeah. the the fact that it, it was in a Thanksgiving movie and I saw it at Thanksgiving, it's just the icing on the cake, the fact that and – and the girlfriend at the time was only like, gosh, only like four or five months removed. So Yeah. So it all just kind of uh, swarms in on each other as one big thing. One big feel. Yeah. One of these days, uh, I'm going to watch that movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's fun. It's and sad. date your ex-girlfriend. No, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hysterical. Yeah. Um, and I'll, when I watch the movie, I'll uh, do it alone because we do everything alone. <laughs> That's all we do now. Well, I do. You have a family. Yeah. I, I yeah. watch movies alone now. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, does that mean that your topic is songs from Thanksgiving movie soundtracks? Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out as we'll we find out because I'm not saying that. 
Um, my first song on the list is a sequel because this is from the time in pop music when if you had a hit song, you had to do a sequel. Okay. Okay. This is from 1962. It's by D.D. D. Sharp and it's called Gravy. And then in parentheses, for my mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh, that do you know this song? I know of it. I yeah. don't know the song. I love the parenthetical. How is that a yeah. sequel? Let's dig it's into that. It's the sequel that. to her huge hit, her, her like number one hit, Mashed Potato Time. That I don't know. No, it's like it's like the twist. You know, it was about it was the dance oh. song for the mashed potato. You know. Oh, oh, oh! I get it. And it's no, like okay. it's it's the song that Monster Mash is mainly a parody of. I know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's... So she she had a big hit with uh, Mashed Potato Time. And then just like the twist had Let's Twist Again, she did yep. Gravy for My Mashed Potatoes, which was only a top 10 hit, not a number one. Are you a bigger fan of Gravy than Mashed Potato Time? I uh, I think that Let's Twist Again is better than The Twist. And I think that Gravy for My Mashed Potatoes is better than Mashed Potato Time. I can't believe that wasn't your don't at me. <laughs> what? Let's Twist Again is superior to The Twist? Yeah, that's cool totally talk. Is. Totally. Let's twist again like we did last summer. Oh, cuckoo talk. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. And 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 also like those two songs, it's basically the same song. Like it's just the same song again with slightly different lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny that you're like Give me gravy for my mashed potatoes. I need gravy. So this is just a song about Thanksgiving food. It sounds (laughs) like you're making it up. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? Like, if I sang you any dance craze song from the nineteen, the early sixties, and you didn't know it, it would sound like I was making it up. Yeah, I'm like, did we just (laughs) like Mickey's Monkey or you know, like it's it's all stupid. It's all dumb. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That that's the greatest. Uh, yeah. Don't at me if you ever that you've never done. The, <laughs> well, I you know your your jury is out on whether gravy for my mashed potatoes is better than mashed potato time. I won't be uh, surprised if you agree with me on that. I mean, I'm I'm, in, I'm gonna the second helping is better. <laughs> it's always true, always yeah. true. Thanks, Jim. Second helping is better. Oh, good stuff, man. Yeah, uh, my, sharp. Check it out. My number four mm-hmm. is. A band we've talked about, but just not this song. And oh. I'm picking it strictly as a vibe because it has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. Oh. It's Diggable Planets Pacifics, parenthetical Sunday in New York. New York is red hot. Ooh, is that on the blog call? No, it's on their first one. Oh, okay. Refutations? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think of it. I, I know that. Uh, album, it's one where the, 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 the break in the course is like, New York is red hot. New oh, York yeah, is yeah. Okay. Sundays yeah, yeah, to yeah. relax. Sundays to relax. The Sunday yes, morning drama. Yes, yes, is yes. Bringing up my oh mama. yeah. It's been a minute since I listened to that album. That is my favorite Diggable Planet song, and mm-hmm. again, nothing to do with Thanksgiving or fall or anything like that. It's just because of the, it's such. It's so just like low key and like mm-hmm. relaxing. And you're like, yeah, I'm just lying here on the couch, full of food. Just like okay. almost like it's a Sunday. It's just a vibe. It just feels so you're saying like a the vibe. vibe of this song is like the post meal yes. bliss. The post meal bliss of you're just there. Yeah. You're just like kind of focused, but not, but it's still good. You're full, okay. you're happy. 
but in a mellow, but you're like, I don't need to go anywhere. I need yeah, to do no, it. That's a very specific feeling. Yes. And uh, I, I, I am completely picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah, song, yeah. that song makes me feel that way. For the record, my favorite song on that album, other than Cool Like That, is Nickel Bags of Funk. Ah, oh, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> yeah. Doodle Boga hit you with a nickel bag. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's good stuff. Okay. I am, I am, for my number four, I know I'm risking overlap because of the band that this is. Well, we'll mm-hmm. find out. Uh, this is a song from 1975 called Gratitude. That's my number two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. 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 Okay. I knew I was risking an overlap, but there's no rule against overlap. No rule. It's nice to have the overlap because we've only done it twice. I will say uh, I made. I, I won't get too into it. We'll let you get into it more because Earth, Wind, and Fire is more your band than oh, mine. That's right. But I wrote notes, and here's here's what I wrote about why gratitude is on my list, other than the fact that it's about gratitude. Mm-hmm. I wrote, laid-back funk you can enjoy when, say, you've just had too much to eat and everyone else is watching the lions. <laughs> yes. So our number fours we both picked for the same vibe. That's so awesome post, and weird. It's the post-meal chill-out song. Oh. Gratitude by Earth, yes. Wind, Fire. Yes. Well yeah. done, Paul. Fuck right. yeah. Oh, love it. But we'll get back. We'll talk more about it when you get it. Tonight. I mean, you pretty much nailed it, but I'll, I'll dig a little bit at number yeah. two. Uh, my number three is um, Mr. William Joel. Ooh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> As uh, Gwyneth Paltrow calls him. Yes. Mr. William Joel off his album, The Bridge. And it's This Is The Time. I don't know that song. This is the time. Is that a single? No, it wasn't. Uh, you're, giving, ooh, you're, giving, you're giving out William Joel album cuts. <laughs> giving album cuts. Yeah. Go a little deep. The the bridge was like 86 or 87. So mm. the big hits off that were um, Baby Grand and um, um, Matter of Trust. Oh, Matter of Trust. <clears throat> that was Those were the big hits off this. This is a little bit of a deep cut. But this was my favorite song off the album. It's a very nostalgic uh, maudlin, sappy Billy Joel song where the chorus is, this is the time to remember because it will not last forever. These are the days to hold on to because we won't, although we'll want to. Oh. Um, That's thanthanksgiving yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving yeah. feels like, you know, holding on to memories and, mm-hmm. and holding on to um, times that you need to yeah. remember. It's and, called, <laughs> the parenthetical for that could have been a boomer looks at 40. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that's what it should have been called. And then it would have been a single. Oh, yeah. that's so good. He um and if you listen to it, it sounds very kind of like cold weather fall like as well. Yeah. Um and once you hear it, you're like, oh, this is Billy Joel as fuck. <laughs> it really is. But yeah, Maudlin Billy. Yeah, Maudlin Billy. Yeah. You know I don't go in for Maudlin Billy. I like I like this happy, one. And it's very like uh, the, the first lyric is We walked along the beach Beside that old hotel They're tearing <laughs> it down now But it's just as well Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead Billy Do you Yeah Yeah. yeah. Um, but it always reminded me of Thanksgiving And that, that vibe of you know Holding on to memories Good, good pull I'll have to check that one out 
You don't like the I song, only know, but you'll... You know, I really only know the hits when it comes to you will, Joel. I almost bet you'll listen to the song and just kind of laugh because you're just like, oh, it's you're going to go, oh, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> it's Billy being Billy. Yeah. Uh, okay, my number three is a jazz record. Okay. Uh, an, an album cut from 1964. This isn't like a well-known composition or anything, but it's Thelonious Monk side from his album It's Monk's Time. And the song is called Stuffy Turkey. <laughs> I don't. We have a fair amount of Florence Monk. I don't think we have It's Monk Time. I, it's I, it's not. It's just that. you know. It's not like a standard or anything. It's just yeah. an album side from this out. Al- he released six albums in 1964. So take your pick. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but this this song swings. It's real, real good. It's got, you know, it's got your plinky plunky Thelonious Monk <laughs> plinky piano plunkies. playing on it. Yeah. Yeah. But the real the real uh, star of it is Charlie Rouse on sax plays like the hook. It's real good. Oh, that's uh, nice. I'm going to have to definitely check that one out. Yeah, I like I'm curious if you know it already. Like, if, yeah. you, if you have the album and you know the song. Obviously, I just picked it. Well, because it's good, I really like it. And because it's... Stuffy turkey. Yeah, stuffy. That's it. I wasn't going to do a Thanksgiving list and not have a turkey song, and I wasn't going to do Adam Sandler. So no, it's yeah. also good that it's called stuffy turkey. Yeah, as opposed to like stuffed turkey or just cooked turkey. Stuffy turkey. That sounds fun. Yeah, and it's it it, it is a fun song. It's yeah. not like angular or or uh, or maudlin or anything. It's real. Like you could you could totally play it when you have company over. Yeah. I think it would be perfect for the time during Thanksgiving when people are still arriving, you know, food's in the oven. Yeah. The pre-meal. It's the pre-meal vibe. Pre-meal because it gets the energy yeah. up. You're still, you haven't eaten yet and you're excited. Yeah. Everyone's still excited and you're just kind of, yeah. It's yeah. It, Stuffy Turkey is definitely the pre-meal vibe on Thanksgiving. Ooh, I like that. I like that we're getting different times of the meal too in this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of different feelings on Thanksgiving. Have all right? kinds of feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Dig it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my number two, gratitude, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Also, because uh, you said it wonderfully, so I don't need to add too much more. Just the fact mm-hmm. that it's gratitude is the name of the album, and that album is a double album, and it's yeah. fucking killer. It's got well, it's mostly a live album, right? Yeah, but it's got yeah. like devotion on it, and can't hide love, and reasons. The live version, yeah, sing a uh, song. But, Sing a song, but the gratitude, gratitude is in the studio, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, gratitude. It has studio cuts on it. It's a live album with some new studio cuts. Yeah, gratitude. The, yeah, the title track is a is a new yeah. record, which is very Earth, Wind, and Fire. Having naming yeah. an album gratitude, which is great. Yeah, and just and their their take on it is, I think, is they're grateful for their fans. And I think is the the theme of the song. Oh yeah, I didn't like. I'm not a lyrics guy, so yeah. I just heard some of the lyrics and thought it was you know to. Uh, you know, a love interest. Yeah, kind I think of a it's thing, but. yeah, but then it's also interesting too because it's um, like you said, it's funky. Yeah, yeah, but it's not a party song. It's, no, uh, it's, no, it's more of a chill. It's funky, but it's chill. Yeah, which is also fitting our theme of Thanksgiving because you don't yeah. want to be Paul. You don't want to be hyphy on Thanksgiving. No, no one's dancing on. If you if you're having a dance party on Thanksgiving, you know, unless you're like in a dance crew. <laughs> Even then, take the night off. Yeah, no. I, Thanksgiving I mean, is the time for for slowness. Yes, for exactly, yeah. and yeah, that's yeah. that's what a lot of these songs are that that we have. They're all just slow, 
just kind of like, hey, pump your brakes. We're going to eat a lot. We're going to talk. We're just going to hang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving is about wine, sitting down, naps. Oh, yes. <laughs> I guess some people play football, but eh. no. <laughs> those, people, those people are doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need, I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. Oh, my number two is uh, also sort of a funky song. This is oh. probably the most upbeat song on my list. From 1977, from the album Thankful, it's the song Be Thankful by Natalie Cole. Oh. Do you know that record? I don't. I don't know that at all. It's real fun. I love Natalie uh, Cole. It's the song... It, like it's it, admonishing you to be thankful for what you got. Ah, see, you should be thankful. Yeah, for what you got. But every as much as I like it, every time I hear it, I think of uh, Chris Gow's review of the album, which he gave a B minus. Mm. He liked it, but he did he did write this. I'm going to read a quote from his album review. He said, "When I hear the famous daughter of a wealthy singing star belt the following inspirational verse, quote." Working two jobs to make your living and all you do is complain, well, you should be thankful for what you got, end quote. I docked a notch or two for oppressive ideology. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I mean. (laughs) Which is valid criticism, I'll say. But now that she's dead and I'm still alive, I'll take what she's singing about with a grain of salt. Yeah. I mean, it is a valid criticism, but I'm also like, dude, it's a Natalie Cole funk song. Yeah, <laughs> Come, don't don't try to make. Yeah, it more but famous. you know, it's the seventies. It's one of her early albums. She wasn't really that established yet, mm-hmm. so I think at the time, maybe she was, she was still just sort of seen as like, oh, it's Nat King Cole's daughter yeah. is, is having a music career, right? Yeah, and uh, and there it is must have seemed like there was some nepotism there for even ha- yeah, you know. yeah. That but then sense. also the song was written by uh, Chuck Jackson and Marvin Yancey, who were like her Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. They wrote all oh. her songs. And Interesting. So, it's not even her words, yeah. right? She's just performing it. She's so. just she's just interpreting. That's all. Yeah, that's all. But it's it's real fun, and uh, I like to listen to it on Thanksgiving. That I think is the first one I'm going to check out on your list because that it's I my don't know favorite. It. It's my favorite song about gratitude. I'll say that. <laughs> wow, it's my favorite song about gratitude. Wow, even more than even gratitude? more than gratitude. Wow. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That's why it was your number two. Uh, my number one. You know, I know you know. It's a jazz song. It's a jazz standard. Mm-hmm. Um, it fits Thanksgiving, and even though it's not a Thanksgiving song, but it's John Coltrane doing my favorite things. Oh, okay, yeah. sure. I love that song. Uh, it works well while you're eating Thanksgiving. It totally works as as, as dinner music. And again, I've mentioned this before. It was the first. Uh, it's the first John Coltrane song I ever found out, and uh, the live version. And yeah. I've always been thankful to, like, oh, now I know that I like John Coltrane because of that. Yeah, it's a great. I mean, that's the best version of that song, of course. I, I don't want to hear any other version of my favorite things. Other than I like John that Coltrane. song in general, but that's the best, the best version to me. I don't want to hear the original. I don't want to hear someone interpreting John Coltrane's version of my favorite things. Oh, so even other jazz versions, you're like, no, no, because we already have Coltrane and I don't want to hear Julie Andrews sing it. No, don't want that. (laughs) It it starts and ends with Coltrane. I like that you picked that. And here's why, because you hear it a lot at Christmas. Like it's a de facto Christmas Mm -hmm. song, 
which I've always taken to be just because it's like a list of like presents almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really understand why it's a Christmas song, except it's almost like a list, like a wish list. Yeah. Of presents. But I think it works better as a Thanksgiving song. Yeah, I think so, it, too. You know what I mean? It it works better as a list of things that you are thankful for. Yeah. Things these I already my, have that are yeah. my favorite things. These are my favorite things. Yeah. I have them. Thank God I have them. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, It is a better Thanksgiving song than a Christmas song. So I oh, really appreciate I that as your number one. I agree, too. Good choice. I don't, I don't need to hear it at Christmas. There's other Christmas songs I can hear. Yeah. Let's save it for Thanksgiving. We, Thanks. we, need, we do need more Thanksgiving-specific music. 100%. Yeah, if only because I don't want to hear as much as I have a soft spot for '90s Adam Sandler. Uh, you know, I don't need to hear the no, the turkey song, we get the Thanksgiving song yeah, anymore. Exactly, we got it. Yeah, Fit, yeah. Okay, so music Reagan is calling it. <laughs> My right. favorite things is no longer a Christmas song; it's a Thanksgiving song. Play it now, and then you can't play it at Christmas. Boom. <laughs> That's right. That's the law. Uh, my number one. I'm going all the way back to the '40s. Ooh. 1949 uh, record by an artist we've talked about before, Louis Jordan. Oh. Who on our uh, Your Grandmother Should Know episode, we watched them do uh, him and the Timpani Five do Five Guys Named Mo. Yes. Yes. I love Louis Jordan. He has so many great records. And one of my favorites is called Beans and Cornbread. Do you know Beans and Cornbread by Louis Jordan? Think only by name because that sounds super familiar. It's on the Malcolm X soundtrack, so oh! you might know it from that. Yep, that's exactly why I know it. One hundred percent. It's real good. I it works uh, for me as a Thanksgiving song for a few different reasons. One, it's about beans and cornbread. Mm-hmm. Which if you, I know that beans and cornbread is not green beans, and but you have green beans. At Thanksgiving, you have cornbread at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. So I think it works. It's Even true. though it's like, it, it means soul food, right? Yeah. Um, and then if, lyrically, the song is about, here's here's the plot of the song, okay? Beans and cornbread had a fight. That's like the first lyric in the song. Beans and cornbread had a fight, right? And cornbread loses and demands a rematch. They're going to have a fight again tomorrow night. And then, and then the song is them like talking smack on each other, right? That's and, like the second verse. So and then, funny. And, and then they get into the second fight, and Bean Beans whips Cornbread ass again. <laughs> he beats him in the fight again, but then instead of delivering the coup de gras, he offers him a truce because he says, "Hey, we go together like we go together hand in hand. We should be friends." And then Bean starts saying other food pairings that go together. Hand in hand, just like beans and cornbread, right? Like sisters and brothers. So he just starts listing all this food that goes together. <laughs> so now it's like a whole menu of food items. I love this. I would yeah. push back and go, beans and cornbread don't go together? No, beans and cornbread is like a soul food, like staple dish. Oh, I guess together, it's, that sounds weird to me. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Um, it, it's like a thing. But so you got a song, there's all this food. And you've got, it's about Thanksgiving-specific food. And then it's a message of brotherhood. Yeah. It's coming together. Yeah. It's about coming together. It's about, hey, we shouldn't fight. We should be friends. Yeah. Let's hang out together. Let's hang out together. It's cornbread. It's Thanksgiving. Let's just be together. It's a a beautiful Thanksgiving message. (laughs) Oh, you dug deep into that song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's so and it makes me hungry because you start saying, "We go together like this and that," and like you know, like what? peas and carrots. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, is there a call and response? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He'll, he, he go. You know, he'll say the two foods mm. that go together, and then his band goes, "Yeah." You know, like that's that's like biscuits all. and gravy. Yeah. Like peas and carrots. Yeah. It's like it's really good. Uh, it's really that, really good. That's everything. The call yeah, and response yeah. makes that just just makes it. Yeah, it's a super super fun song. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good number one for Thanksgiving. And it's full of like, you know, 1940s slang too. You know, it's great. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Good stuff. I love that. I love it. But that's my number one. No, a message that's of a brotherhood. Good one a message of brotherhood and food. Which is Thanksgiving. It's just, Thanksgiving all over. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Come together, eat some food. Yeah. There you go. Love it. Um, but uh, I'm going to miss you this year, man. I don't know yeah. if our listeners know, but we, we do Thanksgiving together. The past we couple do. years, you've invited me yeah. to spend Thanksgiving with you and your family. Yeah. Uh, and uh, can't do it this year because of the no. pandemic. We are being, so, uh, uh, we're being responsible people. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. We're not. I'm not going to risk getting sick or getting anyone no, else sick. We're not risking it. Just because uh, Anne's uh, rice stuffing is Chinese my favorite stuffing rice. that I've it's ever the, had. It's the greatest thing ever. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we're postponing this year, and then next year we'll bring it back again. I sure hope so. But, yes. yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to miss you on Thanksgiving. Me too, man. man and, and, uh, and the whole Pinchon crew. Yes. But uh, I wish you a happy Thanksgiving anyway. Happy and, Thanksgiving, and this episode. Paul. This episode will have to serve as our our Thanksgiving. This is our Thanksgiving together. Yeah. Yeah. And happy Thanksgiving to everyone listening as well. Exactly. Enjoy it as much as you can despite the circumstances. Yes. Stay safe and eat a lot of food. And be healthy. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Bye.